Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, a journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A good tavach, a good week. We continue our journey in the life-changing Sefer HaTanya. This program is made possible by Rena Lights, LLC, and it is an honor and memory of Rabbi Yosef Halevi Weinberg Olav HaSholem, Rabbi Moshe Pinchas HaKoyen Katz Olav HaSholem, Rabbi Yael HaKoyen Khan Olav HaSholem. And it is in schus and merit of Rabbi Zev Yecheskel HaKoyen and Risha Katz, Le'edich Yomim B'Shonim Tevis, for many long healthy years. So we began Pedic Hay, the fifth chapter of Tanya. In the language of the Alter Rebbe, that this chapter begins with a taste of his beer, Bayer Hetev. An additional explanation, Bayer Hetev, the well-explained, the Loshen Tfisa She'omar Elyo, Les Machshove Tfisebe. The word Tfisa, that on one hand we say Les Machshove Tfisebe, as we learned in chapter 4, that no thought can grasp him. The word Tfisa can grasp him, after the word grasp, but through Teda and Mitzvahs we learned you could grasp him. Like you embrace a king, the marshal, even though he's dressed in garments, but you embrace the very king. Since Teda, a rais of a kitschabrichu kulachad, Teda is one with the Ebrister, one with the Melech, with Melech Malchi Amlochim HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Mitzvahs are the Eivor in the Malka. They're the very limbs of the divine, Kaviochel, so to speak. So when you do Teda and Mitzvahs, and your garments, your Machshove Dibra Maisa, are filled with, in actualizing Teda and Mitzvahs, actualizing meaning through thought, speech, or action, the three forms of expression, so you're actually embracing the king. Tefis. But the Alter Rebbe wants to further explain what means Tfisa. Now remember, at the end of chapter 4, we also said that the king is embracing us. This right arm embraces us. Which means that the Teda, the Ibishta, is embracing us, even though again it's through a Levush. Why? Because Teda Mitzvah is mislabish in the garments in Dvorim Gashmim, as he explained in chapter 4. But both ways, there's the both directions. We embracing the king and the king embracing us. And what was the point with that? And you'll see in a moment why I'm elaborating on this. The point was that in addition to an Neshama being a Chelik al Mamish, as we learned in chapter 2 in Tanya, Every neshama is a piece of godliness. We come from like a child that comes from the from the very core essence of the father. We come from the very core essence. So in addition to that, however, as we explained, the neshama on its own is a child. In chapter 3, we learned how the faculties of the neshama are also divine. The mind, chokhmah bin adas, and it gives birth to the emotions that should all be divine, contemplating on the divine. And that brings into the emotions in Ava and Yira, as explained in chapter 3. So the entire, all the faculties of the divine soul are also completely saturated with the divine, with the lukus. In chapter 4, he explained now how it's actualized through the Levushim. 
And that what? That we embrace the king, the king embraces us. That's what we learned about that full embrace that now the neshama, which is like a ben, a child, a child that's separated from the father, and the neshama comes down to this world, but it's become a separate entity. But now through Tehidah Mitzvah, the, father, the son is embracing the father, and the father is embracing the son. That's what the Levushim accomplish when we actualize them in Tehidah Mitzvah. And that's why he said in chapter 4, that though the Levushim are garments, and garments are always lower than what the thing that they are dressing up, because through that, the child, the ben, the neshama is now embracing the king. Because the king the teda is one with kuchabrichu and retains that unity all the time, even though the teda comes down. Nosaviyarda, as he explained in chapter 4. And mitzvahs are the Evarim de Malka. So when you're embracing Teda and mitzvahs, you're embracing the king himself. So the child is not just a piece of his father, he's now embracing him. And the king, the father, is embracing the child. But the Alter Rebbe wants further beer in the word Tfisa. And the truth is, he's laying the ground and setting the stage that Tfisa, which means actually grasping, is more than just the child embracing the king, the father, and the father embracing the child. Even more than that. Because there, you can still say it's in a form of makif. What do you mean by makif? You're embracing him. But are you internalizing him? So this chapter is going to talk about the internalization that comes through Yediyaz Vasogas HaTeda. That when you learn and understand Teda, even more than mitzvahs, not only are you embracing the king, you're actually internalizing him in your mind, as we're going to soon discuss how the mind gets united completely with the mind of the king, with the mind of the father. So in addition to the child embracing the king and the king embracing the child, there's also an internalization of their relationship. What he's going to call later mozin, not just levush, but mozin, like teda, teroshka, b'seich meyai, that we internalize teda. So if we didn't have a mind, chaz v'shalom, and our relationship with God was through teda mitzvahs, through performance of teda mitzvahs, so then also, like in chapter 4, we're embracing the king himself, and the mitzvahs are evodim demalka. But the ability that a person has a mind, and you use the mind, which is like we learned in chapter 3, Mechin, Chabad, the Keiches of, of, of Mechin, to unite, by learning Tehidu, to unite with God's mind, which in turn unites us with God himself, because as we shall discuss, now it becomes an internal experience as well. So Tfisa is so much deeper now. Less Machshav Tfisa, a thought cannot grasp, not just can't understand, can't even grasp, and through Teda, Yediyaz Vasagas HaTeda, we actually grasp in an internalized way with our minds, we meld and, and, and dissolve and absorb and are absorbed by the divine wisdom and the whole of the, the Alakus within Teda, which we began learning and we're now we're going to elaborate further. So that's what this Pedic is about. Now, so taking from the Levush, 
There we talked about the Levushim, do not, do not stop the fact that you're embracing the king even though he's dressed up in garments. But it's still a garment. It's a Levush, the Levushim of Teir and Mitzvahs. Either whether us, our Levushim, or it's a Levush that the Ebershta manifests in. Now we're going to be talking more than Levush, Mozen Primius, that comes through Dafki Yedias Asogas Hatera, as he's going to explain later in the end of the chapter, that that's greater than Mitzvahs, which are more Makif. Still a powerful relationship. But here comes the ultimate of Primius. Not just stop Primius, but we're going to soon see Yichud Nifla She'en Yichud Kamoyu. Begashmi, you can't find such a yichud, such an internalization. Now that's only going to add to understanding what Torah Mitzvah adds to the neshama of Patek Beis, that's chelik chelikamim al mamish. That in addition to embracing the king, the father, and the father embracing us through Torah Mitzvah, that we actually meld and we become one. That the son becomes one with the king, his mind becomes one with the mind of his father. Not just one be'etzem, because he's born from the genetic material, but also in the Giluim, so to speak, that he also understands his father, and his father relates to him in that way, and they connect in that fashion. And that's what Teda does. Only the ideas of Asogas HaTeda. So he could be a son, a child can be a child of a father, but he doesn't necessarily understand him, and doesn't connect, they're not necessarily on the same wavelength. You see this all the time. But here, not only are we coming from Etzimah but we relate to each other and we bond with each other in the deepest possible bond through this Yichud that we're going to be learning about that comes through Teir. Now it also adds something. If you go back to Patek Beis, remember he said, he focused that, that this Elokus, the Mamash, is through Chachmose, or Machshavte Yisbarach, Olib Machshav Yisrael, Olib Machshav, because Chachme is one with Hu V'Chachmose Echad, Hu Amada Hu Yedeya, and Hu V'Chachmose Echad as we discussed at length there. That even though Chachma is already at le- a level, but it's through Chachma that we connect and bond in the fullest possible way. So now when we're actually using our Chachma, the Chachma of Haben, who, is, who, is, who is, comes from Etzim Mo'yecha'av, and he's using his Chachma to understand the Chachma of the, of the Eberster, so the Chachma comes alive, and which also explains why there he said the Neshamas of Amaratzim and simple souls, even those that come from the level of the heel, Connect through through Talmid Chachamim, through the Chachamim, through the Chacham, through the Reish of the Ben. That Ekev has to connect to the Reish because the Moyach is critical here. But it's, there's two aspects to the Moyach. There's the Etzem Moyach and there's the Gilu of the Moyach that comes through learning Tater. So a child is connected to the father always at the Etzem level. But is it also permeating the child in an internal way, in a Yichud Nifla, that's Dafka through learning Tater. And even more than what we learned in chapter 4, which is still in the form of an embrace, which is more than no embrace, obviously, much more. But here it comes more than an embrace, it's an internalization. So now let's read, even though we read it, I want to go back over, the, we want to review again what we learned yes, last week in Patek Hay, as he explains, so after he says what I just, the beginning, that we're going to understand the word Tfisa. So the, Rebbe, the Alta Rebbe now is going to establish Beautiful way of the, uh, dissecting the anatomy of the actual process of how the mind works. Because, of course, once we're using the mind to bond with and meld, and meld with the mind of God, which is through Tayrat, we have to understand how does the mind work. So we began last week saying that there are three steps that he talks about. And there's a lot to be said about this, especially when you look into the commentaries from the Rabbeim, Tzamech Tzedek, 
the Rebbe. There's a lot of interesting details that really bring this alive. But let's first learn the basic pshat and then delve deeper into what the meaning of it is. So here, here's the words. Hinekol seichel. Every seichel. When your mind processes, kishemaskilo masig besichle. When a person conceives and understands any idea, kol seichel, and as we said, maskil and masig is most likely maskil is chachma, conceiving, masig is hasoga, sabina, understanding. So he's not just talking about conceiving, he's talking about the process, the process of understanding, of, of conceiving, and mastering an idea. So he says there are three steps that happen here. Hariyaseichel, first number one. Hariyaseichel tefes asamuskulam akifer b'sichle. The mind, tefes, the word tefes, grasps the idea. So your mind is here. Before you began to learn this idea, the idea was completely separate from you. Now you're aware of it. So what's the first thing we do? Just like a hand, just like you have an object that you ha- didn't have till now. You want to acquire it. You have to stretch out your hand and grab the object and bring it to you. The same thing with the mind. An idea, a new idea, or you're reading a new sefer, or a new thought, and so on. So then the seichel grasps the muscle. Your mind grasps, the mind grasps the, the muscle, the basic idea. And it engulfs it. It envelops it. It surrounds it. What does that mean? Remember, the idea is a new idea. So, so just like when you acquire an object, what do you do? You hold on to it, and you, and you surround it, and you take it, carry it to you. The same thing the mind, obviously on a mental level, conceptually speaking, does the same thing. It takes the idea, it grasps it, and and it surrounds it with its seichel. At the same time, that's the process, that's the action involved. But there's a result of this action. Step two. Now he's talking from the perspective of the idea. This was the perspective of the mind. The mind of the person grasping and surrounding the idea. And now, in direct proportion to that, So now, the, the idea, the muscle, muscle is, this, is the idea. What happens, this is the result of it, the so-called and the result of your first step of grasping the idea and surrounding it, that now the idea becomes nitfas, it's grasped, and umukov, and it's surrounded, engulfed, umelubish, and absorbed. Melubish here, like, even though we've been using the word melubish as garment, but here it means absorbed in your mind. The mind, which did what? That we just said, The mind that understood, comprehended, and conceived of the idea. As I explained last week, here he goes in reverse order, because now we're talking about you already had you had, you had the tulashen, now that you understand it, what happens to the idea? The idea gets now grasped, and... Sur- and, and engulfed, surrounded, and absorbed in the, in the mind that, had underst- that understood and conceived of the idea. So even though it seems like 
the same message, these two steps. Why? Because he's just speaking from two perspectives. We say, you're surrounding it or it's being surrounded by you. But the fact is, that because the Alter Rebbe wants to really capture, and in detail, the Yichud Nifli wants to say that it goes both ways. Later we'll learn how it applies to Tehrej in, in, later in the chapter. That's not just that your mind, meaning the mind of the person who's conceiving and understanding, is grasping the Tehrej and surrounding it, but it's also that the idea gets grasped and surrounded and absorbed by the mind. So the Yichud is going both ways. From the idea, from the person, from the mind to the idea, and the idea to the mind. Then he adds a third thing. He adds a third thing. What's the third thing? Vigam. Here the Alta Rebbe adds Vigam. Why? Because the first two are interdependent. And actually it's step two that I call step two. It's not really step two, I should qualify. It's not like a second stage. It's a second dimension is even more important to the theme in this chapter because later he's going to talk about how the Teda becomes one with us. In the first step, you could say, okay, the Seichel grasps it and surrounds it, as he said. But there you could say, you know what? But does, does, has it become one with you yet? But once you say that this muskel was nitfus, it, it, it underscores that the end result is that it's become one with you. But now there's one more thing the Alter Rebbe wants to add. Vigam. Vigam, there's another dimension to this experience of the mind grasping an idea. And let's read it inside. So what does he say? Vigam, haseichel melubish b'muskel. Before he said, I say hamuskel nitfis umukav umelubish b'teich haseichel. That the muskel is melubish, the idea is enclosed and absorbed by the mind. Now he's saying the opposite direction. Haseichel melubish be muskel, b'shosh emasigay v'tefse b'sichle. During the time when you're grasping it, understanding, and I should say, masigay v'tefse, you're understanding and grasping it, and now he's using his sigay, not his skilu, his sigay, because when you talk about grasping, you're talking about a more of an internalization, a more of an understanding of it. So you're understanding and grasping it. When your mind is, is understanding it and processing it and grasping it, what happens? Haseichel melubish b'muskel. Your mind is absorbed in the idea. Not just the idea is absorbed in the mind, your mind is absorbed in the idea. So what is he adding with this piece? So, but Pashtus in Tanya, the Pashtustic explanation is that he's adding with this that not just that the idea becomes part of your mind, but while you're learning something, that's why he focuses on the word Why is saying Bishah? Before he just said in general. Why is he saying during this time? Because what happens when you're actually learning an idea, there's something else that happens. You get absorbed in the idea. You get captivated by it. The Rebbe Rashab says in a Maimer, he uses the word on this topic, he says, Farchapt. You come Farchapt. That means absorbed, captivated, mesmerized if you wish. Maybe that's a strong word, but definitely captivated. 
Because the idea is, is getting your attention. You're focusing on it. So in addition to the idea being absorbed by your mind, the mind is being absorbed by the idea. Which suggests clearly, and we'll talk about this some more in a moment, that the idea is actually higher than the mind. In step two that we spoke about, the mind is higher than the idea, and the idea is getting absorbed by the mind. As, as it's, or so it seems. And that's actually the pshat. Now, during the learning, you're also being captivated by the idea. So there's another element in the process that creates even more unity. You're being captivated by it. In addition to the very process of how Seichel works, is that you're captured and and, and captivated by the idea. But this is only Bishas, you're learning it. What happens after you finish learning? So now you move to another sugya, to another topic. You're not captivated by the idea. Now you're captivated by another idea. That's what he says, Bishas, that this aspect is Bishah, rather. The, the first two things that I mentioned we spoke about is even afterwards. Even after you finish learning about it and you're not captivated by it, but the idea that the Seichel grasped the muscle and surrounded it basically, that idea has now become part of who you are and the Seichel has become absorbed. That's not just when you learn it, it's afterwards, it's now become part of your mind, even if you're not conscious of it. And that's why we say that we rise for a Talmud Chacham, even when he's not learning, because in his mind he has the Torah. So the first two things, especially number two, is there. Number one, you could say you're still involved in the first step of the process where you're beginning to just understand it. So it's still while you're, while you're gaining this knowledge, you're grasping it and surrounding it. But step two, or dimension two, is for sure connected to now it's become absorbed by you. That's the idea absorbed in the mind. The mind being absorbed by the idea is during the time that you're captivated by it. But in truth, it affects you also later, as we shall discuss. Okay, so we've learned these three dimensions. Now, the Tzemach Tzedek, when he addresses this, he takes this to another level, another dimension. In this edition that we say, V'gam ha'seich ha'malubish b'muskel. And he talks about this question, which is higher, the seichel or the muskel? The mind of the person or the idea that he's learning? Now, if you're learning just a regular idea, I say regular, let's say lahavdil, a secular idea, scientific idea. So not necessarily, even though the idea is going to generate something new in within you because you didn't know it before, but you don't have to say that the idea is necessarily higher than you are. It's an idea, it's a new idea, and now you're gaining knowledge of it, you're grasping it, you're internalizing, absorbing, etc. But when you're talking about Teireh, Teireh for sure, as we're going to learn, is higher than the mind of a person. It's Chachmosei Shal Yisbaruch. It's Chachmosei Yisbaruch. It's God's Chachmah. Hu v'chachmosei that's connected to the highest levels. So clearly it's higher than, than the mind of the person. So the Tzemach Tzedek cites two Maimorim, in that addresses this issue. And one brings an example. The example given is for a teacher and a student. When a teacher starts teaching a student what's going on, the teacher's mind is clearly higher. The ideas the teacher is teaching is higher than the mind of the student. So the first thing that happens is 
that the idea of the teacher, which is that the muscle, the muscle surrounds the mind of the student, not the other way around. It's only after the student continues to learn and internalizes, then you can say the student now is surrounding the idea. But initially, the idea surrounds the, the student. Now, based on that, you could say it's not only necessarily in Taylor, in anything when you're dealing with a teacher and a student, but Taylor for sure. So when he says the Lushen, the Gama Seichel Malubish Bamuskal, that the Seichel is Malubish Bamuskal, it means the Seichel is, is, is dressed up in the Muskal, which is higher than the Seichel. And that's what he calls there. Without going into intricate detail, he calls that the level of Igulim, which is Makif. That means the muskel is Makif, the Seichel. And then comes stage two, where the Seichel, as it develops more, the Seichel internalizes it, and the Seichel can be Makif, the muskel, like he said before, where the Seichel begins the process that it begins by first grasping and then surrounding it. But in this process, in this third step, but that's the first step, which we're not addressing right now. We're talking about Vigama Seichel Malubish Bamuskel, Bashashem Asigav Tifsi Basichle. That Seichel is Malubish Bamuskel. So the Seichel is being enclosed and absorbed in the Muskel. So before we spoke about it, that's captivated by the Muskel. Here the Tzemach Sadiq takes it to another level that it's actually accessing a deeper level than the Seichel is on its own. And then the Tzemach Tzedek says, so now when you couple that with the fact that the Seichel is also makif and surrounds the muskel, so the Yichud is on both levels that he calls Igulim V'yeshur, a total Yichud and unity, both with the Seichel that was first makif. And that surrounded the mind, the muskel I should say, the idea that surrounded the mind, and the mind now surrounding the idea, and that creates a total Yichud. Now, go back to what we learned in chapter 4. Remember we spoke about the embracing the king, the child embracing the father, and the father embracing the king. There's the component of us embracing Taylor. That's like embracing the king or the child embracing the father. That's the seichel, is makif, is tefes and makif, the muskel. But the other way around is the king embracing us. That when we're learning Teda, you also have the idea, the muscle of Teda is embracing us. But now it's in an internal way, not just a makivdika way, as we discussed earlier. So, we'll stop here. Everyone have a very good tavoch. You can go to tanyaapplied.com and find this and previous episodes. And ask any question you like. This has been My Life Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidasapplied.com for archived classes and more resources.